Hello, everybody. It's Pastor Lenny. And Pastor Lori. We are so blessed and glad and happy and enthusiastic and all, I don't know, all the other happy uh, superlatives, you know, to be with you here this morning. We're going to have a lot of fun. You know, if you're not having fun as a Christian, you're doing something wrong. And we love and appreciate each and every one of you. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and I mean that from the bottom of our, of, of our hearts. I mean, you guys are such a blessing to Pastor Lori and I. This past Sunday in church, I read a, a grouping of, of messages that we have received to our ministry from, from you guys. And, and, they, and they just touch and warm our hearts so much. Some of them bring tears to my eyes. I'm, I'm so thankful that the lane that, that Daddy God has given Pastor Lori and I to, to administer in the words that he has given us to administer in, that they are, they are blessing you. And uh, just, we're, we're, we just, we love you, we appreciate you, and next couple of sessions, we're just going to have some fun, okay? We're going to have some, we're going to have some fun. And, and, and we're going to talk again about, you know what Paul said, Paul said, my gospel, this is my gospel. Paul put ownership on his gospel. And you know what? I understand what, what he meant because, right, Pastor Lori? This is our gospel. Yes. This is my gospel. And my gospel has no assistance needed, no assistance necessary. Jesus Christ did it all, was it all, accomplished it all, provided right. it all. It's mm -hmm. all about Jesus, period. We are not in the equation. You are not in the equation. It's not you need to. You plus Jesus equals everything. No. That ruins the equation. <laughs> that, that ruins the equation. Now it's just Jesus only. And, uh, you know, it's very easy to identify whether or not this is the true gospel of grace or not okay. that you're listening to. And that is... Does it produce any kind of guilt at all? No. Any kind of condemnation? No. At all? No. Any kind of shame? No. At all, mm -mm. right? No. Does it, does it give you a sense of your approval rating before God is a little bit lower than it should be because you haven't been meeting your responsibilities? No. 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 And really, and, 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 and tells are, you need to, you must, you have to. And I can tell you, look, Pastor, and we're having fun today, and I hope this ministers to you and this makes sense. I was just talking to somebody earlier today. And do you know what this person said to me? No. This person said to me, I must not be. <laughs> Doing it right. I yeah. must not be. Now... Believe it or not, that person is receiving messages from people, good-hearted, well-intentioned ministers who are ministering in grace, but then putting, putting other things on, on, on you. Like, yes, you're under grace. Yes, this is the covenant of grace, but you still need to, or you still are obligated to, or you still must. That's not, that's not grace. That's an assistance covenant. You know, it's, this is just Jesus only. And the challenge, 
I was listening to this, this, this person, this beautiful person who, who now follows us, and I'm grateful. And she ended the conversation in tears, tears of joy, you know, this, this freedom, freedom, and this is freedom. And uh, it's because many of the things we have believed are true. I've said this before, I'll say it again, so you guys understand it, and you guys, when you're ministering to people, you could minister these truths to them. The Bible from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, to Revelation chapter 21 and verse 22, it is true. True. Right? Yep. Just a part of it? All of it. All of it. Every part of it is true. But you see, here's the difference. Not every part of it, not every part of its truth is for me. It's for us. That's powerful. Or for you. It's powerful, That's right? very powerful. And why is that so? Because of covenants. Covenants. There were people who operated in different covenants. So they have truth, okay? Truths that can be found in the Bible, but not my truth, Pastor Laurie's truth, or your truth. Because we're not in that covenant. Thank so God. if it tells them, right, they need to, or you must, or if you, then I will. Well, that's not my covenant. Hmm. That's the covenant of law or, or another covenant, okay? We are in the covenant of grace. We need to operate in our covenant. And let me tell you something. All you have to do, right, Paul's gospel, Pastor Lenny, this is my gospel, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Verses 18, 19, 20, 21, it talks about being in Christ where it's no more yes and no, right? It's no more yes if you do, no if you don't. In Christ, all the promises, this is our covenant, all the promises are yes and amen. Yay. Because he is our qualification. He met all of God's qualifications. Quality? Qualify? He met. Right? You know Medical. what I mean, right? Yes. Right? He qualified. You know, the Father put, put forth a standard, a qualification. They had to adhere to in the Old Testament, in the Old, not old, old Covenant, and they didn't, so God didn't. Well, Jesus satisfied all those qualifications that were put before us, before, put before man. And so now, through faith in Jesus Christ, qualified. Qualified. See, so you have to know what covenant you're operating in and operating out of and what truth, what truth, what truth is now for you. Now for you. And New Testament doesn't equal New Covenant. That's a biggie too. Right? Because uh, there's a lot of Bibles, right? When you look at the, how it's divided in, in the front, right? It'll say, Old Covenant, and then it'll say New Covenant, right? No. New Testament does not equal New Covenant. There was a lot of intermingling, intermingling of covenants until the Apostle Paul came along. <laughs> the Apostle Paul came along and he just blew up the whole system, right? With the Judaizers, with, with James the, the uh, in Jerusalem, it's just beautiful when you read Galatians and what was going on between Paul and, 
and between the home church and, 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 and the Apostle James. And it's just amazing. But, you know, Paul comes along and he defines the true, too good to be true, you know, gospel of Christ. And this is what we're going to have some fun with. It's already been eight minutes, but that's okay. Because what I just shared has to become, become part of your mentality. It has to become part, part of your, your thinking. Part of the become transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Pastor Lori is going to read a portion of scripture from Colossians that we're going to have some fun with, you know, some fun with today. And uh, she's going to be reading from the Passion Translation. All right. And uh, follow along. Or just simply listen. It's Colossians 2.11. Through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of heart. All of the guilt and power of sin has been cut away and is now extinct because of what Christ, the anointed one, has accomplished for us. For we've been buried with him unto his death. Our baptism into death also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power the power that raised him from the death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. He canceled out every legal violation we had on record And the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us, he erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Oh, my gosh. Woo! A public public display of cancellation. Wow. This is a powerful, powerful portion of scripture, right? First of all, it talks about the fact that we were united with him. We were buried with him, you know, just like Paul in Romans chapter six, verse four and five talks about, we were united with him, right? We were buried with him. We were one with him. When he died, we died. When he was buried, we were buried. When he was raised to newness of life, we were raised with him. This is what this is talking about with him, with him, with him, one with him, united with him. The circumcision, circumcision, the old man was crucified. The old man is done away with. The old man, that that old nature is what gave power to sin. It's gone. It's no longer there, right? Wow. We become born again. We We are new species. You know, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, right? Our new, our new spirit being, the real you and I, is now, is now just like Jesus Christ, created in his very image and likeness. Mm. And now sin is not an issue anymore. Wow. You know, sin, a lot of people, you know, is sin holding me back? Is, 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 sin, is sin, you know, keeping me from my miracle? Is sin, you know what? Yes. You know why? Yes. You know why? Yes. You know why? Because you keep giving it strength. Stop thinking about sin. It's gone. Gone. Okay? It's gone. We were raised with him. That word with, we talked about that word with. It means it means now when we're with him, that old nature that gave power to sin, sin has become extinct. It's extinct. You're estranged from it. You know? Where you once were a slave to sin. Hey, guys, whether you know it or not, you're now a slave to righteousness. Yay. Just like you couldn't escape your sin. Without Jesus Christ, you can't escape your righteousness. 
All right. And, and this is just is just is just amazing. And in this portion of scripture. OK, man, I could just talk about this portion of scripture for hours. But here it is. Paul is talking about the law, the big 10 and the big six, six, uh, 613. Yikes. They were the warrants that were against us. They were the warrants that were contrary to us. We stood in to be indicted, okay, in, because of those laws that were against us. And what does he say here? Pastor Lord, he, what does he say? What does Jesus, what did Jesus Christ did, do to those, to those laws that were against he us? Nailed them to the cross. They can't be retrieved ever. Oh, They're my done. goodness. They're obliterated. Obliterated. They're gone. Gone. Exactly. In, in the King James, it, it uses the word blotted out. They were blotted out. But that word blot means obliterated. So here it is. Jesus came. He fulfilled all. He satisfied all the, the requirements of the Father, the requirements of the law. And once he did, now he took them. He took them with his own blood, the, the handwriting, the ink, right, that, he, that he, he did this with, that he made this, this new declaration with, written through his own, by his own blood. He nailed them to the cross, and he canceled them out. Hey. He canceled them out. So just think about it. You now are a new creation, okay, a slave to righteousness. That, that old nature that, was, that, that empowered sin is gone. It's gone. Is now you're one with Jesus Christ, and now there are there there aren't even laws, ceremonial laws, or a Big Ten or a grouping of the Big Ten that they're they're not a, that that are there right to be against you. They've been canceled out. They're gone. They're gone. So you understand this, you know. Start start believing in your righteousness. Start believing in your holiness. You know. Stop thinking about sin. I don't even want to talk about sin. I don't like talking about sin. I don't talk about sin much, but I'm trying to have you guys, you know, receive your freedom, receive your freedom, embrace your righteousness, embrace your holiness, embrace your blamelessness, put on the new man, Ephesians chapter four, verse 24, put on the new man, your new man, your inner man, which after Christ has been, been created in true holiness and true righteousness. How? Becoming renewed up here. By becoming renewed in the spirit of your mind, and so, and so, I think about what Paul say said here. Cancel them out, cancel them out. And remember what we talked about in the beginning about about grace. It's never going to let you let you lead you into a minuscule feeling of condemnation or guilt or shame. Okay, it's never going to put you in a position where you're going to have to say, "Well, I must not be." All right. Well, I need to do, or I need to be, or, or you know, I haven't been performing up to up to you know God's standards. So, let me tell you something. Here's Paul, Galatians chapter five, verse one. Colossians, right? This portion of scripture, Colossians, canceled against us. Now we're free. Now we're free. Keep in mind, First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse fifty-six. O grave, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Remember that. The law gives strength to sin. So what did Jesus Christ do? He removed the very thing that gives strength to sin. Now, so now, remember Colossians, nail them to the cross, cancel them out. 
They were against us. They were contrary to us. They were there to only accuse us. They were, they were there to bring indictment. Gone, gone, gone. Now we can, we can live and move and have our being in the freedom that Jesus Christ has given us. Now, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Hey, Pastor Lori, therefore, therefore, stand in the liberty where which Christ has made you free. All right. Right? Because yep. he canceled out. Yep. All, he, and no longer let yourself be ensnared to a yoke of bondage. Okay? I like that. All right. Okay. End of discussion. But here comes today's modern man preachers. But... There are a few things. <laughs> Yikes. Oh my gosh. Do, do, you, do you listen? I'm laughing because it's laughable. Apostle Paul says it's been removed, it's gone. There is no more. There's no more accusatory word. There's no more accusatory laws. There's no more. You are free. You are liberated. Stand in it. Period. Oh, but there are some things you need to do. Or there are some things you have to do. Wait, that's not Paul's gospel. That's not Paul's gospel. And, and uh, this is our gospel. This is our gospel. Okay. Now, and why? Why? Why don't I preach sin? Because when I preach sin, I'm given power to sin. Yep. And sin is powerless. It has no power. You know? I don't preach law because we're not under any laws anymore. And when I preach law, I give strength to sin. I preach grace. I preach Jesus Christ. I preach power of the Holy Spirit, being led by the Spirit, the love of God. When you operate in the love of God, the love that God has for you, that will rebound and reflex back to a love for God that no commandment can command you into. Yay, nice. Oh. And when you adhere to the belief system that you are righteous with the righteousness of God, and that becomes your belief, and nothing and no one can move you from that, do you think there's going to be any challenges with S-I-N? No. None. None. Zero. I want to, uh, you know what? It's, it's already 18 minutes, so I hope this is grabbing hold of your attention. We're going to continue this mode the next time we meet in a couple of days. Talk about some other things that I know are going to be, bring freedom to you. And I want to close with you know I don't I don't ask uh, for offerings you know I'm not I'm not like your typical your, you know the typical ministry but like the typical ministry we depend on offerings you know mm -hmm. we depend on on your your love gifts and 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 I was I was just scolded by some of you because you say hey pastor we want to give but we don't know how so I'm putting up on the board how to do that for those of you who God is moving upon who the Holy Spirit is moving upon that from your storehouses, from the blessings that you've already been blessed with, that, that you release, release some of those blessings into this ministry and, and become an even greater blessing to us. We're going to put that on the board. But for now, Pastor Lenny, 
And Pastor Lori, we love you, and we can't wait to be with you again. Any closing words? Live today and the rest of your life knowing you're glorified, which means perfected and godlike. Wow! Perfected and godlike. Perf glorified. You've been glorified with Jesus. Perfected and glorified. I like that. Amen. High five. See you again in a couple of days. Okay.